Arts Report. And on today's show, we've got rock band Pigeon Park performing in studio. Uh, New World Theatre brings pod plays to the Powell Street Festival. Arts Wells, another festival, will have coverage on. And jazz singer Deborah Ladon will be at the cellar. All that and more here on the Arts Report. Yeah. All right. That's our new uh, intro music. Uh, it's uh, it's very exciting to have that. Uh, what do you think of that? I think it sounds great. Um, hello. Welcome to the uh, Arts Report for July the 28th. I'm your host, Adam Janusz. And uh, on today's show, we have the band uh, who made that lovely uh, intro music for us, Pigeon Park. Uh, they are a rock music band who will be performing at the Point in Port Moody tomorrow to kick off their Cross Canada tour. Um, so that's very exciting. And uh, uh, later in the show. Theater Artistic Production. on the CITR website um, soon. Uh, it's not up there yet, so um, but look forward to that uh, in a few hours. I'll put that up on the website, the full interview, and uh, we'll have a, a portion of that full interview on today's uh, show. Then we also have uh, Nick Panu is bringing us a, a feature on Arts Wells, which is a festival of arts that takes place in Wells. Um, how appropriate that they call themselves Arts Wells. Um, and finally, we have uh, Deborah Ladon, who is a jazz singer, who uh, also came by the, uh, the studio for uh, a, a whirlwind interview. Uh, she was doing most of the whirlwinding. I was just trying to um, not get caught in the... Um, I was happily caught in the vortex because, um, wow, Deborah is... Um, has a lot of uh, energy. She's uh, she's just full of uh, vim and vinegar, <laughs> as you'll hear. So yeah, so we have uh, we've got a great show for you, and uh, we should just get rolling. We should get started. So first up, we have Pigeon Park. Um, Pigeon Park is a band that in Vancouver and uh, and beyond um, for uh, a sort of blending of classic rock and. Um, and modern influences. They 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 like to. They they're enjoying uh, bringing back sort of uh, the sounds of the the sixties and seventies, while as you'll hear, not shying away from uh, incorporating you know the modern stuff, the um, the hip stuff that the kids are listening to, to today. For example, they uh, they've done a sort of uh, their version, their own version of Daft Punk songs with uh, you know full rock, full rock treatment. Um, so yeah, so here's uh, here's my interview with uh, Pigeon Park, and uh, later in, on in the show we'll hear from them. They will pay, play an acoustic uh, song that they uh, perform for us in studio. Uh, so let's uh, let's kick it off. Here they are. Okay, hello Pigeon Park. Hello. hello. Hey there. So uh, with us in studio we have Clockwise. I am Logan. I do guitar. Uh, Arthur, I play bass. Hunter Elliott, I play drums. My name's Nick, I'm the singer. Kevin, guitar. Excellent, and welcome to you all. Thanks for being on the show. 
Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yeah. Uh, the name Pigeon Park. What? What does it mean? We were we were on our way to an interview actually, uh, and we had our our former name was Cousin Cocaine, and uh, we decided that we needed to change that. And, uh, Why? What was wrong with Cousin Cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> well, we figured it wasn't going to open any doors for us. A little uh, hard to market a name with the word cocaine in it. Yeah. Um, we, we do not condone it, of course. But, uh, yeah, we figured we needed to change it. So on, on the way to an interview where we had to tell somebody our band name, um, figured to be a good time to do that. Yeah, we happened to be driving on Hastings right beside Pigeon Park, and Kevin was just like, what about Pigeon Park? It's sort of a, like a, a tribute to, like, a... a fallen friend if you will sort of yeah. like his life sort of went downhill uh, at Pigeon Park sort of like a you know tribute to him sort of thing okay honestly, honestly I actually kind of like the name because it like Pigeon Park not necessarily that it's a good thing but they really do embrace all walks of life when they're down on their luck or whatever whichever way you might look at it symbolic but, of em- yeah. embracing and, all and people and just sort of like band is we're really embracing any sound and any ideals that come across and we may not use all of them, but we definitely embrace anything that we possibly can, because that's life. <laughs> it's poetry, that is. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but do you, do you not embrace any particular uh, a sound? Like, is there, because I definitely get a sort of uh, classic rock kind of vibe. Um, would you say that's fair? Yeah, that's definitely fair, but um, we definitely take take a lot from different musicians. Like we do a lot of a lot of like funk stuff and reggae, and we even we even do some Daft Punk stuff. And we kind of we like that electronic feel. We don't necessarily feel that uh, any any T Pain esque voices are going <laughs> to appear on any of our music anytime soon. But uh, we like to play around with all different kinds of stuff so that you know people aren't just assuming what yeah. what's coming next. Mm-hmm. You'll never hear us do auto-tune and drum machines. I really hope you don't ever hear us do that. Well, I don't know. It, it, we could do things that sort of like something that suits the sound, not, yeah, do, something, this, not it, do something because it makes it easier. If the song needs a drum machine and needs a little bit of audio processing, then it'll do it. But it's not like we're going to do it because we can't play our instruments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you said on, on, uh, in your bio on your website that, um, that technology has replaced soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that. What does that mean? Oh, you, right? <laughs> is that is that your penmanship? Yeah. Well, you know, like all the music you hear today is like across, uh, like apart from like some of the good shit that's out there. Like a lot of it is just like it's computers making these making these songs. It's not like it's technology driven totally. Like we just sort of like it's driven from the soul more so than like technology. And that's that's the way it should be. Music is like expression and extension of self. And like I think that. And do you think with um, with the age that we live in, do you think that there's an appetite for that sort of thing, where where people are looking for something with a little more yeah, soul? Yeah, I think and less everyone auto-tune? everyone likes to hear like good music, man, and like just like the music of the '60s and '70s. Like that's honestly what we're trying to like bring back is that sort of feel, like free love, peace and love, and just yeah. all that. You give too many, too, you give people the same thing too much, too often. You know, they want they want to try something else. Maybe go back to something old. Maybe mm-hmm. try something new. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, I think the listener uh, they want to hear something that's sacred to them, and like hopefully we can give them that. Yeah, that's kind of what I like about the fact that we because we do play like we have a, a our buddy Creed who we do like just a couple rap songs with even and that's kind of what I like about playing songs like that and like Daft Punk is that yeah they're you know songs that have been made with drum machines and like processed songs but like 
when we play it and when we're going through the process, we just break it down on like what we have to play, and it just becomes like a, a new song of ours in a way. It's, mm-hmm. I don't really think of it as like a cover as much of just something that we do. So when you guys came together and started playing together, was that did, was that a goal in the beginning to kind of uh, be more classic rock, or is that just sort of we, something that just no evolved goals. by itself? <laughs> yeah, we have no goals. Just, we, like, we like to jam and play. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely started off as a jam. <laughs> yeah, band. it was jam. Yeah. genres, like, we're all, we're all based on, like, like what we listen to is, like, totally different, and it just sort of mashed together to create a sound that's ultimately ours and ours only, like... <laughs> Cool, yeah. and um, I know you're very excited about uh, new material and, uh, yes. and a tour. Absolutely. Tour, yeah. Yeah. so tour is coming. Tell us about that. We leave on Thursday night. We're playing the Point, which you should all go to. <laughs> Disc- disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> go to the Point in Port Moody. We're playing the Point, uh, and we are literally leaving from the Point. We we are packing up all our stuff the night before, and we are taking off to the open road at like 1 a.m. And where are you going? First show was in Crow's Nest Pass in Alberta. Then we got two shows up it's, in... Is it in BC or Alberta? It's Alberta. In it's Alberta, Alberta, yeah. All right. Uh, and then we're, we're in Calgary. So 31st, Crow's Nest Pass. First in Calgary. And then the third in Calgary. And, uh, yeah, new material, new stuff. Like, um, Riding to the Sun, one of our new ones. That's pretty much what we're naming our tour. It's it's a new song. We got, like, six or seven Oh yeah, We're going down to Windsor, Ontario, to record a new album down there and basically from Calgary we're going to be driving for three or four straight days until we get to uh, Windsor and we got uh, like 20 showcases down there along with a new album so it's a lot on the plate <laughs> everything awesome. we're recording in Ontario is stuff that we have never recorded before like we already have a, a 10 track that we've recorded and we're kind of just more or less trying to forget about that in terms of new material new album and we're just going to lay it down and Riding to the sun. Riding to the sun, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, best of luck and bon voyage. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Okay, and that was Pigeon Park, which uh, included Nick, Logan, Kevin, Hunter, and Arthur. So, uh, which is on St. John's Street in Port Moody, and it is called the Tour Kickoff at the Point with... Uh, Free City Collective, which is another excellent band that you should check out. And um, that show is on the 29th, which is tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, it begins at 8 p.m. And uh, I don't have the uh, ticket prices here, but uh, you can go to the uh, Pigeon Park uh, MySpace page, which is myspace.com slash pigeonparkband, and get all the relevant information there. Uh, as well as information about their tour. If you happen to be somewhere out east um, this summer, maybe you can catch them there. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Adrian Wong from New World uh, Theatre. So uh, stay with us. Hello, Micro. We're at 8,000 feet. Perish and cold, and I'm bored stiff. What about putting on a hot Gramoville record to cheer me up? Hello? Hello? Hello, fellas. This is Duke Ellington. Ah, get it. Boys, let's get sweet and hot. In the opinion of hot music critics, Count Basie has one of the best dance orchestras in the country. King of the clarinet, Marty Shaw, and his orchestra making dance history in the Hotel Lincoln in New York City.
North American songwriting. Hot jazz, swing, and popular music from the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. That's every Thursday, 10 till noon, here on CITR 101.9 FM. Okay, we're back. Uh, I should add about uh, Pigeon Park that uh, we're playing a song at the end of the show, so stay with us if you want to hear uh, uh, Pigeon Park perform um, the song Ride Into the Sun. Um, okay, so uh, up next, uh, the Oppenheimer Incident is a pod play that's going to be happening at the Powell Street Festival on July 31st, uh, August 1st, and it's being put on by New World Theatre, which uh, has been sort of one of the titans of the local Vancouver uh, theatre scene. And uh, Adrian Wong, uh, an artistic uh, producer, uh, came right here to the CITR uh, lounge. Actually, we sat uh, comfortably on the couches in the in the lounge and uh, talked about a lot of things, uh, including the history of of New World Theatre. Uh, they've been around since 1994 and have really steadily risen and have um, have been doing a lot of um, great productions, including um, multiple hives, as well as their show Ali and Ali. And um, so, yeah, we talked about a lot of things that uh, we just don't have time to air. But I will put up the full interview. I think it's uh, 18 minutes. I will put that up on the CITR website after the show. So you'll be able to hear about um, all about New World Theatre. But for now, I'll play a chunk of that interview where we talk about uh, pod plays. So um, we're just going to jump right into that and here's adrian wong uh talking about pod plays well pod plays is my is my baby and i've been growing this baby for a couple of years now and it comes uh from uh i didn't see this show in montreal but i certainly heard about the show and then i took off from there uh it was a piece called institut cité which were uh basically walking tours through the city but in kind of boring areas you know not tourist areas mm-hmm. and so I have a background in radio as well. I've done some work with CBC, and so it's part of my, uh, part of what I find exciting about performance. So I thought, well, what if you're doing a soundtrack or you're doing a, a radio play, but the audience participates by walking a particular route? So you know the logistics of that can start to make you crazy. But that that was essentially the idea, and um, so we've commissioned uh, four, four. And then one. So there's a quartet and then there's a solo, um, uh, about 10 or 15 minute pieces. The quartet lineup, so you start at SFU Woodwards and then it's like a chain. So you'll go through one and then you get transferred to the next one, to okay. the next one, to the next one until we end at the Vancouver Art Gallery. Mm. And that's going to be at, at the Push Festival in February 2011. And then the solo pod play is happening at the Powell Street Festival this weekend. And for that one, we commissioned Tetsuya. So, sorry, solo as in sort of one, it's just one, one of the ch- chain links? 
Yeah. Exactly. It's just a it's just a single piece. It doesn't have a there's it doesn't have a companion at all, okay. and it's ten minutes long. It's free down at Oppenheimer Park. So in that one, you'll the listener will circumnavigate the park, uh, while this, they'll get instructions which will in, take them around the park, and and they'll get a story. I don't want to say too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tetsuro Shigematsu, uh, who's a writer and an actor, who also was on the Roundup for uh, a year. He's he's the artist who wrote it. And uh, I, it's a little bit of an experiment. I'm not exactly sure. You know, each one of these pod plays are, is an opportunity for us to figure it out because mm-hmm. it's not like we can just, you know, do what the last person did. We're, mm-hmm. we're figuring it out on our own. So I'm quite excited about that. Great. And, uh, and tell me about the Progress Lab that uh, it's set up with you guys and several theater, theater companies. Mm-hmm. That's um, uh, Progress Lab 1422, located in East Vancouver. And I guess it's been about a year, just over a year. We, uh, we got uh, occupancy of the building in July 20, 2009. Phew, it's been a crazy year. <laughs> uh, basically, there's four, these four companies that were looking for a home. You know, and we specifically wanted somewhere where we could place our admin offices and then have a rehearsal lab. And uh, so we started looking for something. We did a bunch of fundraising, and we've got this building. It's a former garment factory in the east side, and it's awesome. Uh, I was just there this morning. One of the things that we want to focus on is, like, research and development in that space. And so we've outfitted the studio with a grid, with lights, with a sound system. One of the things... um, one of the things that's hard for Canadian artists, because we don't get as much support as, say, our our uh, European friends, <laughs> our European <laughs> friends, <laughs> is that we don't have like those. We don't get to work with the technical aspects in advance. Mm. So if you're doing a show, you move it into the theater, and you have maybe two days to line up the lights properly and get the mm. sound working. And if you have video, then you you know like you're going crazy. You don't have any time. So part of the great thing about this space is that we can add all those things during the rehearsal process so that when we hit the theater mm-hmm. it's just fine tuning instead of like trying to desperately put it all together exactly yeah. exactly so this is going to I think this is going to have a great impact on the four companies who are there which are Boca del Lupo the electric company Rumble Productions and us New World mm-hmm. but it's going to also impact the other companies the indie companies here in Vancouver and and I think we'll be able to see a, a real high quality of work coming out of Vancouver yeah how so? How will it impact the other companies? Or, well, you know, we've already started renting out the space to you know the first. I mean, the priority of, of usage is going to be the people, the roommates, as I call them. <laughs> uh, we get we get dibs on the lounge, um, but we're certainly making this space available to our our colleagues here in Vancouver. But the other thing that is kind of less tangible. Uh, of course, you guys, you've heard, all heard about the funding cuts that are coming down, and and some this building seems like something that would be impossible to do. And the fact that we're doing it, I think, helps to create a sense of morale mm-hmm. inside of the community. Like, okay, yeah, we can do it. We just need to stick together. I think in times of scarcity, the tendency is to get is to hoard your resources Mm -hmm. and so we're really fighting to stay generous to stay open and continue to work together okay and that was a portion of my interview with adrian wong of new world uh theater and as i said uh i'll post the full extended uh uncut interview um on the website citr.ca in um in a matter of of hours minutes really um and you'll be able to to hear 
Um, the full of it. The full of it. That's just, that doesn't sound right. Sorry. Um, okay, so, uh, right. So I just wanted to quickly tell you about these uh, pod plays. If you go to the New World Theatre website, which is www.newworldtheatre.com, you can get uh, all the relevant information um, about pod plays, which is coming up. Sorry, my mouse is not working. I'm trying to scroll here. Ah, here we go. Uh, about pod plays at the Powell Street Festival. And if you uh, check out the website, it'll you can actually download two of the podcasts. And uh, I'll just quickly read what it says here. The Oppenheimer Incident by Tetsuro Shigematsu, uh, a pod play commissioned by the Powell Street Festival. Experience pod plays a site-specific audio experience in four easy steps. Step one, download the audio file to your personal MP3 player. Step two, go to the Powell Street Festival at Oppenheimer Park on July 31st or August 1st. Step three, stand on the southeast corner of Dunleavy and Cordova. And step four, press play and follow the instructions. How cool is that? So, yeah, check out their website. It's, um, it's actually got a lot of great stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's that. Okay. We're going to take a short break. And when we uh, return, who will we have next? Uh, we'll talk about uh, Arts Wells. Nick Panu will have a feature report on the festival that takes place in Wells. So, um, yeah. Stay, stay tuned. I should also add... Uh, no, I'm not going to add anything. I'm just going to play this ad here. Here we go. CITR 101.9 FM is proud to support the Enchanted Evenings concert series at the Dr. Sun Yat-sen Classical Chinese Garden in Vancouver. The series runs from July 9th to September 3rd every Friday evening. Come and enjoy a diverse array of world music while sampling food selected specifically to complement the music. Of the series' nine concerts, the first four are in July. On July 9th, the series kicks off with the Birds of Paradox. Combining Western Chinese and Indian music, Delana Gale Bowen with her sultry blues, jazz and gospel on July 16th, Ocean of Sound with their percussion-based music on July 23rd, and the Vancouver Piano Ensemble on July 30th. Tickets are $20 and $18 for Garden members. A season's pass is only $135, with a savings of $45. For tickets and information, call 604-662-3207, extension 210, and visit VancouverChineseGarden.com for a full listing of upcoming concerts. The Enchanted Evenings Concert Series at the Dr. Sun Yat-sen Classical Chinese Garden in Vancouver, every Friday from July 9th to September 3rd. Hey, you're listening to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM and also streaming online at www.citr.ca and uh, also available in the future in podcast form, also on the website. Um, okay, so uh, we're back here. And, uh, I, you know, I don't have, I don't have a, a team of producers that sit here with me in the studio. I'm the one pushing all the buttons. So uh, what you heard just before the break was me trying to be clever and uh, waiting for the computer to prepare uh, the ad. And so I said, uh, I should add, 
and then I had nothing to add, uh, and then I had to wait in silence uh, for the <laughs> for the ad to load. But someday, someday I'll, I'll get to a point where I can cleverly just just banter and flow from one thing to another as as the computers explode around me. But uh, until that time, there will be moments of of seconds of silence, and I hope you can live with that. Um, okay, so the Arts Wells Festival of all things art. Expect the unexpected. Wells has always been a, ta- a town vibrant of arts and culture. In the 1930s, musical acts were enjoyed in the very same Wells Community Hall where many of this year's shows and exhibitions are being held. Artists have traveled from across the country to this little mountain town to be part of this inspiring collaboration. This is a four-day outdoor and indoor event designed with community in mind. We hope that you will enjoy the weekend, taking in all the great artists and local flavor of nature trails, historical sites, artisans, and friendly folk. And here's Nick Panu to tell us more. Listeners, the 7th Annual Arts Wells Festival in Wells, B.C. takes place this summer, Friday, July 30th through Monday, August the 7th. The Arts Wells Festival was actually voted one of the top 10 festivals in Canada through CBC Radio 3 Searchlight Contest, selected as one of the top 10 festivals in BC to attend this summer by Gonzo Magazine and uh, also featured in this summer's issue of Canadian Music Magazine. Uh, Listeners, right now we are on the line with one of the key organizers for this event, Julie Fowler. How are you doing? And thanks for taking the time to do this interview. Oh, you're very welcome, and I'm doing great. Very special vibe, uh, very special place to be. The festival has, has grown. Yeah, there's been a few things added to the festival this year. Yeah, we've got, um, we're going to be showing some films, some independent films. Um, also have a, as usual, a whole host of workshops that It's eight or nine stages running and um, uh, close to 90 musical acts from across the country and and beyond. And then, of course, the One Minute Play Festival, which is always a favorite. I was wondering if you can go through the, the lineup for this year's festival. And, uh, yeah, I heard uh, also abroad there's some new acts coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wax Mannequin will be returning. Uh, yeah, and we have a band coming, um, this band Namgar, from, uh, coming from overseas, uh, from the Biryad Republic, which is close to Mongolia, Tibet, Russia, and China. So they they play a host of instruments that probably most of us haven't heard before. And, uh, yeah, it's, they, uh, I'm quite looking forward to their performance. And, yeah, some other bands from uh, locally here from Vancouver uh, performing this year. Blackberry Wood, Jeff Burner, and returning this year, C.R. Avery. Yeah, he's, he's amazing, and we're really, 
lucky to have him coming back up with his band. Um, they will be playing on, I think they're on Saturday night, and uh, that'll be be a great lineup. Wills is uh, 45 minutes south. Uh, gold mine. And of course, there's Greyhound. Yeah, definitely Greyhound. Um, the Facebook site for Art Swells, uh, for the Art Swells event. So if you find our event page, people have. So, a source um, for information and, and for finding out what people are posting there all the time if they have a couple seats in their car and. Is, is a huge part of our uh, our history in Canada, and uh, it's pretty incredible to think that in the height of of things up here, there was you know around thirty thousand people in in the area, and uh, at that time, it was basically Barkerville and San Francisco and Chicago were the major centers in North America. So that's 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 really insane to think about, and. Uh, it is a beautiful drive and, and a beautiful yeah. area of the province to to check out if you've never been up here. Uh, listeners, we were just talking to uh, one of the main organizers for this event, uh, Julie Fowler. Uh, and, and again, the links for the listeners if they'd like more information. Yeah, you can go to artswells.com. You can also check out our MySpace site, which is um, backslash artswells. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Thanks so much for your time, and uh, really looking forward to the, the Arts Wells Festival. This Excellent. Year. Thank you so much for getting in touch. I really appreciate it. Okay, that was uh, Nick Panu telling us, uh, talking with Julie Fowler of uh, Arts Wells. And July 30th, and uh, again, the website is artswells.com. Um, I do remember now that thing that I was going to, to add. Um, I was going to add after the, uh, the New World interview that uh, New World is a part of a workshop program this summer for youth called the Summer Youth Performing Arts Intensive. And this thing is really awesome, and I'm really jealous that I'm not a high school student because, um, I mean, have a listen to some of the workshops they'll be doing uh, in August. Uh, where's the list here? Topics will include the Canadian arts climate, how to write a great grant, marketing and promotions, talking to the media, professional standards in the performing arts, and how to be your tech staff's new best friend. Now, how awesome is that? Um, so if you have a high school-aged uh, artist in your family, um, this would be a really awesome thing for them to do. Uh, the early bird, uh, no, that doesn't apply anymore. Tuition fees are uh, $700, including all taxes and service charges. And um, the best way to find out more is to go to the Culch uh, website, which is theculch.com, www.theculch.com, and um, click on Youth. They have a tab uh, at the top called Youth, and there you'll see Summer Youth Performing Arts Intensive. 
and New World Theatre is a part of that. So check it out. Uh, it's August 16th to the 27th, by the way. Okay, so coming up after the break, we will talk to Deborah Ladon, who is a fabulous jazz singer and is doing a show at uh, The Cellar. And that's coming up, I think, uh, tomorrow? Yeah, it's coming up tomorrow, uh, July the 29th. And uh, we'll also have the promised um, in-studio performance by Pigeon Park, who made our lovely intro music that you heard at the top of the show. So uh, we'll be right back uh, after this one message. On Sunday, August 8th, CITR 101.9 FM will be broadcasting live from the Under the Volcano Festival of Art and Social Change. UTV is a grassroots gathering held at Kate's Park in North Vancouver, featuring live music from over 30 artists on four stages, including DJ Lady Ra, the Joey Only Outlaw Band, and Sister Hailstorm. Gates open at noon and admission is by donation. Tune in to 101.9 FM from 5 till 8 p.m. to celebrate the 20th year of Canada's largest political arts festival with as we bring you interviews with organizers, guest speakers, vendors, festival goers, and performers, all live from Kate's Park. Join CITR 101.9 FM at Under the Volcano Festival on Sunday, August 8th. For more information, visit citr.ca. Riding the wave of her main stage jazz festival performance, Deborah Ladon will play The Cellar on July 29th. Exotic, spellbinding jazz that remains true to its Latin roots, Ladon's high-energy performance and sexy vocals will have audiences surging to the dance floor. Cuban-born Ladon immigrated with her family to Canada at the age of two, escaping a desperate situation. And while she, was, while she has fronted a variety of bands ranging from a 25-piece big band, country, rock, punk, dance and Latin bands, as well as touring the touring and performing for the Marriott hotel chain, she continues to return to her Latin roots. So uh, here's my interview with uh, Deborah, and um, I should add that um, at the end of our chat, um, Deborah, you know, being a, a native, uh, being a Spanish speaker, um, taught me a tongue twister in Spanish, and. Um, because if, if, if you know me, uh, I'm a bit of a, a language nut. And if I meet people who speak foreign languages, the first thing I want is either tongue twisters or, or some phrases that I can learn and, um, and throw at people uh, when I meet them. So, so uh, she taught me one. And um, after our interview, I will on the air announce this, uh, this tongue twister. So, so uh, stay tuned for that. Okay, so you gave me the CD, Spilling Inside Out. As a gift, yes. As a gift, thank yes. you. Yes! And you're saying that what you're doing now is nothing at all like this. Please explain. Oh, it's the workings of my mind. Now, is that because you're, you've gone into a new genre? Is it because you're not doing music at all now? What's, why? What's the difference? Actually, it's not that I've gone into a new genre. It's that I'm actually focusing in on a specific genre. Mm -hmm. And so that album is sort of a compilation of life and my passions, my musical passions, and otherwise. And I've just sort of made sense. All the songs are real. They're true stories, you know, of people and places and events. And so I've just put them to, to, uh, to music. And they'll vary. I mean, there's, there's a funk, there's an urban sort of groove to some of them. There's jazz. There's full-out Latin jazz in, like, a Latin. But it does vary. 
now, um, you know, Deborah Ladon, as as is being presented now, is very Latin jazz. My my tagline is Latin torch and sexy jazz, and so it's very different from from my original material. Mm -hmm. um, You've written that you want to reclaim your Latin roots. Um, oh yes, mi papito. See, es verdad. I like this man, ladies. You should see this guy. He's really cute, by the way. Okay, papito, keep talking to oh, me. My God. Talk to me. Talk um, to me. Now, did, did you give up the claim? Why does it need to be reclaimed? Well, I think it's part of the story. Because I was born in Cuba, my whole family is from Cuba, mm -hmm. but I've been brought up in Canada. So when I was a kid, uh, and we were, well, sort of Ontario, the East Coast, and what have you, we moved around a lot. It was very strange because a lot of the kids would say, oh, you, you know, you're dark. I was a different color. So I wasn't really Canadian. And, Did and you they grow would up in call Saskatchewan? me. No, I didn't grow up in Saskatchewan. I know everyone thinks that. <laughs> but amazingly enough, I didn't. Did you grow up here? In the East Coast. Oh, East Coast, okay. And so, you know, I got called the names, you know, uh, the spick, things like that. And I was like, mm -hmm. what is that? What is that exactly? It means nothing to me. But I obviously was too dark for them to consider me a Canadian. And then, you know, fast forward, and I moved to Vancouver. I've been here, I guess, 10 years now. And it's quite amazing how I have met some Latinos. And they, they're saying, oh, you're so white. Mm -hmm. You're not Latin. You're not really Cuban, are you? Where did you study your Spanish? Where are you from? So it, it's, wow. I thought, you know what? I'm really tired of being caught between these worlds. I have the strength and the independence of the Canadian woman. I was brought up in this fabulous country. And at the same time, I have the passion and the temper of the Latino, <laughs> you know, and it's in me. And so my grandma used to say, you know what? Mix, just mix the two of them because mm -hmm. you are the blend of both cultures. Be that, you know, love them both, embrace them both, and, and take the strengths from both of them. And, you know, really um, focus on that. And you went to um, uh, Brock University and studied theater. Is that right? I did! I, did. I was part of Theater Ontario, <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, it's, it's, oh my gosh. So how did you go, I'm just curious about your sort of evolution to go from theater, you know, theater to music? To I mean, CITR? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's been such a journey to get here. Adam, I needed to meet you. Um, you know what? It's funny. When I, I did theater, I loved theater. I love the, just the risk. You get out on that stage and there are no safety nets. Mm -hmm. You just go for it. I love that. Um, I've tried film. Film bores me. Mm. It, you know, take one, take two, take 999. It's not spontaneous. Yeah, it's a lot of stop and go. Yeah. So theater was great. And uh, I was involved in a, a sort of musical theater because I did Mano La Mancha. I was a bit off operatic. And, you know, it's great. But there is something about taking a song and being the interpreter for that song where it's very real to me. And or if I'm writing a piece, it's very real. I'm not memorizing a line. I'm not you know, singing somebody else's words. Right, you're you singing know, your own words. I'm singing my own. And I really, I, I like that journey. Mind you, I also like to take an existing song, like right now, um, you know, our music director, Greg Robertson, he's amazing. And I'll say to him, okay, you know, let's take <laughs> one of the most well-known songs in the world. And I just want you to rearrange it so that people don't recognize it when I start singing it. And he just looked at me and goes, what? I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do completely <laughs> different. Mm -hmm. And he succeeded, and we do it, and, um, and it's I Will Survive. And every time we do it, people come up to me. I've had people cry. They're like, oh, my 
God, that's so fantastic. So I do like to take something that is so well known and completely transform it into something else. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a very exciting process for me. Mm -hmm. And then to deliver it up and get that reaction, mm -hmm. you know, right there and the energy back from the audience. Yeah. So is that what you'll be doing at your upcoming show? Always. <laughs> I can't imagine doing a show and not having that wonderful exchange between your audience. Um, where would we be mm -hmm. as artists without our audience, right? So um, I value, I cherish, and love my audience. And um, I, I would like to think that they, they feel that, you know, because they're, they're so supportive. Well, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm always excited. <laughs> Oh, Deborah, she's a riot, riotously good fun. Okay, so uh, you can catch her and her band play the Jazz Cellar uh, on Thursday, July 29th. That is tomorrow. There will be two sets, 8.30 p.m. and 10.15 p.m. Cover charge is $15, and res reservations are recommended. Um, for more information, here's a phone number I'm going to spit out at you. Uh, information or reservations, you can call 604 738 1959. That's 604 738 1959 or go to cellarjazz.com. Okay, so here's uh, my moment of truth. Uh, I've been given a tongue twister in Spanish. Uh, or ar, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give her. So um, Deborah, this this one's for you. R con R cigarro, R con ferrocarril. Yeah. All right. That's my Spanish. Okay. So when we get back from the break, uh, we will play um, the uh, Pigeon Park uh, acoustic song. And um, I should add, I should add, as I go into a pause, no, um, I should add that I did want to play a little bit of uh, Deborah's music, but um, the always trusty web uh, is not so trusty. Of, of Deborah's jazz, but uh, stay with us for uh, Pigeon Park, live, or not, not live, unlive in studio. At Dunkin' Donuts, each and every radio show is brewed fresh and served fresh at the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead, let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience exquisite. Indeed. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, serving sweet treats from the pop underground. Thursdays, noon to one. Okay, here is Ride Into the Sun by Pigeon Park. Enjoy.
Pigeon Park went uh, July 29th at 8 p.m. to 11 at the point in Port Moody on St. John's Street. Check that out. Okay, um, we are nearing the end of our program for today. Um, I did find, I think I did find some music um, by Deborah Ladon that uh, I'll play just when we're, uh, we're, we're completely finished here. Um, there's a few things that uh, I need to tell you about. Uh, last week, we did a feature on uh, some plays at the Carousel Theatre on Granville Island, including uh, one called Play uh, by Samuel Beckett. Yes, there is a Samuel Beckett play taking place right now in Vancouver, and uh, you should check it out. It is playing... It started yesterday. And the run goes on until July 31st. Uh, the shows begin at 8 p.m. at the Carousel Theatre. And tickets are $18 for adults, $15 
for students. Uh, it's right on uh, Cartwright Street, which is right beside the um, Gravel Island uh, Brewery. That's where the Carousel Theatre is. And um, play is going on uh, along with Little Brother, Little Sister and another show called Out of the Flying Pan. And, um, yeah, the Beckett show um, is, is visually very, very captivating. Uh, I've seen the show. And uh, if you want a taste of what uh, is visually in store, you should check out uh, this website, which is shiftarts.ca. And there you will see the face of a man um, who is um, uh, withered and decrepit. Um, he is... Um, the the play involves uh, three people in urns because um, they're sort of half rotted in uh, in purgatory, and so you'll see a picture of a man who's um, rotting away in purgatory, and it looks incredible. The photograph is uh, is great, and uh, the show also features some 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 great visuals, and then you get a, a package of two other plays with it. So score. Uh, another thing to tell you about is Shambhala. Uh, we are eight days and 14 hours, seven minutes and 50 seconds away from the Shambhala Festival, which takes place in eastern uh, BC, Salmo to be specific, uh, which I believe is near Nelson. And uh, it's a massive, massive, um, how many days? Four day, four day event that's, uh, that's taking place out in the wild lands and people frolic from all points in North America and beyond to be part of this sort of sort of like hippie um, new agey thing I and mean, there's a lot of uh, it's mostly electronic music um, sort of ambient style um, but not exclusively and um, I will be there I will be at uh, Shambhala and we'll be covering it and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to to doing some interviews with uh, with bands um, and also Catching the atmosphere because people—it's—it's uh, it's kind of like Burning Man, if you've heard of that. In the sense that uh, you know, people really get into it. They—they they get dressed up, and um, I mean, dressed up doesn't begin to explain uh, the costumes, the makeup, the the props. Um, a friend of mine who is going ha- will bring battery-powered black lights and and um, glow-in-the-dark makeup, and um, so yeah, so it involves a lot of. Um, it goes it goes way beyond your typical you know Halloween costume. Um, I'm just looking at the website here and looking at um, some of the bands, uh, some of the groups that are playing. I'm just trying to see if there's any. There's definitely a very large Vancouver contingent. Um, you'll just have to check out the website yourself. It is uh, shambhalamusicfestival dot com, and there's an H in Shambhala. Um, so you'll have to uh, you'll have to get Google to correct your spelling. www.shambhalamusicfestival.com, and you can see the full lineup. And uh, tickets are available still, uh, but you can only. To uh, next week, the festival, by the way, is uh, August sixth. To the ninth, so that's next weekend, Friday to Monday. If you're if you're keen on getting some festival fun out uh, outside the city, then you need to get tickets online uh, by August first, uh, and then they will be available at the gate for two hundred and eighty dollars each. 
right now they are $230. So you'll save 50 bucks if you get them online right now. Um, yeah, and check out the website. It's, um, it's great. And uh, we hope to have some, some coverage, some pre-festival coverage for you on next week's show. And then after, after the festival, we'll have uh, more interviews with, with artists um, to, to celebrate, to celebrate uh, the festival that was when it will be and was in the future. Uh, now I'm just babbling. Okay, so I'm going to try to play a song by Deborah Ladon, and it is called Te Estrano. Estrano? It's extraño. But you see, that will require this website to cooperate with me. So what I've done is I've gone to the cbc.ca slash radio 2. I've gone to that website. And um, I've tried to click on the music. And, um, and it, the screen just goes black. Okay, so that's just not going to work for us. Well, that's a shame. Um, you may have better luck. In fact, you should try to go to uh, Deborah's, Deborah's website, which is Um Okay, so that's all for this week. You can uh, get in touch with us uh, if you have an artistic event or if you just want to rant and rave. I'm happy to read out rants and raves about uh, arts events that you've seen or if you rant, want to rant about me and how, how terrible I am. I love to hear that too. I do. I do like to hear that because it helps me be better. So uh, you can get in touch with us here at the Arts Report at arts at citr.ca. So we are called arts. We're at citr.ca. It's very logical. Um, and if you have any events, uh, especially for August, if you have any artistic events that you're a part of or, or somebody you know is a part of in the month of August, now is definitely the time to get in touch if you want to do perhaps an interview or a feature of some sort on the Arts Report. Um, that can happen. You know, these interviews don't just magically appear from nowhere. They come from people like you who have things that are going on and want to promote them. That's why the Arts Report exists, is to promote events. So, yeah, do get in touch at arts at citr.ca. Uh, we're on Twitter. Um, we are uh, citr underscore arts report on Twitter. And, um, and there's big plans ahead, I tells you, um, for, for the web. Um, we here at the Arts Report are planning um, a blog, and just just better uh, presence on the web, on Twitter. We don't have a Facebook page yet, but this is one of the things that we are scheming toward here. So, so again, feedback, uh, that's why feedback is so great. So if you have something, some ideas to, to make the show better, by all means, uh, email us. Um, uh, let's see. Ah, yes, and the, uh, and the uh, podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our podcast? I mean, you can't always listen to the show at 5 p.m. Sometimes you're busy, but you want to know what's going on in the city. So why not get the podcast? You can subscribe, and it'll just magically get downloaded into your iTunes when you turn iTunes on. It'll all be there. It's very convenient. And you can do that by going to citr.ca slash, uh, sorry, not slash anything. Just go to citr.ca and under shows, there's a tab at the top of the page that says shows. And then you'll see podcasts and there you'll find the arts report. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the end of it. We are ending on time. It's, uh, it's great. It's amazing. So um, coming up next is uh, Real to Real. And, of course, we'll be back here on the Arts Report next week, next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Oh, yeah, and we also do a Monday, we do a small Arts Report uh, for the news. 
News 101 on Mondays at 5 p.m. Uh, there's a small arts segment, so you can catch that on Monday if you need an f- arts fix. Um, so until next week, thank you so much for listening. This is CITR 101.9 FM. CITR 101.9 FM is proud to support the Latin Summerfest on Sunday, August 15th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Trout Lake Park. Come enjoy music, browse the artisan market, enjoy delicious Latin food. The Latin Summerfest, Sunday, August 15th at Trout Lake Park in East Vancouver. For more information, visit latinsummerfest.org. you head down to the 2010 Vancouver Pride Parade to watch the CITR float roll by on Sunday, August 1st. We'll have synth-pop duo Fine Mist playing live on our float, accompanied by some of CITR's finest DJs. We'll also be broadcasting live from noon until 2pm as the parade travels from Robson Street down to Sunset Beach. After that, let Queer FM from 6 to 8 be your soundtrack as you make your way from the parade to your party destination. After 17 years on the air, Queer FM host Heather is handing over the mic to Mr. Gay Vancouver Aiden Saint, so don't miss her final show. Tune in on Sunday, August 1st for CITR's special Vancouver Pride Parade coverage. For more information, visit citr.ca. Hi everyone, welcome to Real to Real at the Movies. Robert Waldman back in action. Lots of new movies to talk about today, and we hope you're enjoying the summertime, and maybe we'll squeeze in a live theater treat. P&E is just around the corner, but first let's go to the movies. Up number one, film number one, is a scary thriller, and I mean scary. It's called Pre-